Hey friends, welcome to the Clo Residence Podcast. This is Evan. This is Justin, and together we'll dive into the past, present, and future of our friendships over the years. We'll share memories and experiences of growing up together, appreciate the lifelong friendships we built, and highlight each special person that makes up what we call the Clo Residence. Get ready to laugh, cry, debate, embarrass, and smile your way through these stories because it's going down. Yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Chloresidence Podcast. It's Evan here with you today again. Uh, we have our friend here, another special guest, Jessica Wing. Are we going to Jessica Wing? Or are we going My name is technically Jessica Talon, so we can call me Jessica Talon or Jessica Wing, but whatever. It's you your know, name. Flows. You need to... We can call me Wing. Okay, we should have clarified <laughs> I think, that. I you, think we, in, in, in your heart, in your mind's eye, when you think of me, I think you still think of me as Wang, and I think a lot of people do. All right, Mike, we'll we'll have an official switch over <laughs> uh, one day, but today we're gonna do Jessica Wang. All right, welcome, Jessica. Glad to have you on by popular demand. Jessica Wang is with us today, <laughs> and your other co-host, Justin. Um, so we're first gonna start off with how did you come about getting into the Clo Residence Group per se, or your first introduction. Yeah. Um, I think I would have to give that credit to Tosh. Um, she really brought me into your group. I think getting to know her in college, we met, we had mutual friends, we had like an African arts history class together. Then we decided, oh, this person's not so bad and they're also from my home area. And then it came, it came time to decide where we were living the next year. And we're like, oh, yeah, let's live together. Um, but I think prior to that, I think she had a birthday party that Albert had hosted. And that was at his apartment. Albert was already living <laughs> in an, an off-campus, off-site apartment at that time. And then that was, like, my I think my first introduction of, like, you guys all partying on behalf of her birthday and just everyone getting trashed there. Um, that was my first recollection of the group as a whole. You were there, Evan. No. <laughs> you guys are giving me blank like, looks. <laughs> no, I, I remember like these parties. I'm just like, I, that totally was not where, I, that's, I'm glad you, you reminded me of that. That's yeah. what my face was, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you kind of, like everyone, like as we talk, I heard you guys talk about in the previous episode, you guys all have different recollections, but I think that was my first like, okay, there's this group Hmm. and seeing this group live in action. And then, um, and you know, the history's fuzzy. It, It could be possible that I had gone to one of your house parties before then but in my mind's eye, I think that was actually the first time I had seen you guys all in action. Um, you guys came down to L- came up to LA, and then there were definitely some house parties at your house, Justin. Um, after that, and I was just like, "Oh, these people are pretty cool. We're all from the same home area. We have the same values in terms of like, you know, what we're doing right now in life, and we're just trying to have a good time." Um, there was also a second like avenue, and that's through Guppies. That's right. 
Carl and Stina were my coworkers at Guppies before I had even gone to college. So I had started work at Guppies the summer between high school and college. So was that 2018? Oh, sorry, 2008. I said that with such confidence. No, I'm 2018. Minus a decade. Yeah. Okay, Hello. 2008. I was class of 2008. Yeah. So I was working at Guppies. Um, so I knew Carl first and then Stina as well. Um, I think uh, I had a first impression of Carl of this like, you know, happy-go-lucky like guy that was always busting tables <laughs> at Guppies. And then, of course, Stina, she was, she was always behind the bar, chopping up fruit, making shaved ice. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, a lot of our uh, managers would just put her there because she was like, less smiley with the customers, so they were just gonna like. <laughs> less smiley, antisocial. Yeah, she, was, she was really good at like managing like, you know, like, the orders that would get printed and put on the slips and da, 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 chopping up fruit and you know throwing brick toast in the oven and just multitasking that way like i really not to be like sexist or anything but i really think females are better at those kinds of like you know ongoing tasks and things getting ready um and keeping track of that um so she was always back there and um Carl would always ask people to take sh- take his weekend shifts so that he could hang out with his girlfriend at the time, Donna. And then that was my college, like that was my summer before college. So I was down to make money, um, those extra, you know, weekend shifts. So he'd always give me his shifts and he would be able to hang out with Donna at the time who was underage. It's weird because <laughs> nice detail. Nice because she had sorry, and that's relevant because she had a curfew. <laughs> Got it. We're gonna have to ask them for consent at this uh, after this. But it's weird that like we had Stina and Carl working there, but yep. like we never met you really. Yeah, yeah. But going back to your point, I do remember going to that party for. Tosh at Albert's apartment. I do too. I remember the beer pong table. Like I remember us playing beer pong. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> and then the stairs. They have the stairs. They had the stairs leading up to his I apartment. Hanging out of that. And yeah. there was a. I'm pretty sure there was a stripper pole there that night. There was. That totally sounds I, like Albert. I'm pretty sure I saw you <laughs> on that thing. <laughs> I was like, who is this girl? Yeah, you're there. There is a Facebook album somewhere floating out there when. Um, from back when when we would still upload photos all the time yeah yeah i think my mom had like somehow found some of those photos and she's like who is this person that you're dancing with it was hector i was like a pole mom (laughs) no 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 it was was hector Uh, pole has feelings mom yeah no uh that was that was a very blurry time in um my memory and I think for all of us too, but um, I think that was really awesome because, you know, having that connection with Tosh like at school on campus, but also having, you know, being related to her somehow back from home. Mm-hmm. And I remember like Evan would drive us back after we became roommates. Evan would drive us back um, home to our apartments on Sunday nights, and that was very nice too. Yeah. It's a good time. Good time. UCLA, good times, man. I really yeah. had that, that area of our lives. So you're saying both 
having a relationship with Carl and Stina and then having Tosh at UCLA kind of yeah. Yeah. brought you in. Yeah. Okay. But it truly Tosh brought me into her, you know, outside life, outside of yeah. school. And that was. Yeah. So it was that African studies class you said? I think that's what. I think that's what the lore says african arts history class okay. we had like mutual friends in that class yeah got it got it yeah. got it yeah um i think i think my first impression of tosh too i was like oh she, you know she, i didn't get the friendly vibes from her but then we ended up you know becoming friends and for that i am very grateful so just funny how things work out like that and it's you're know, just a small world um so, you know, the stars aligned for me to, you know, make friendships with all of you special people. And I am very grateful for that. I'm going to go a little off topic. Yeah. Um, I know that we went to a party in L.A. What do you recall as the first party in the Cerritos house? Oh. Um, if you can recall. I, I definitely... And my recollection here is definitely not from just one party alone. I think it's just, in general, Learned a feeling, a feeling of you know being there. Um, I do remember a lot of hookah in the garage, and the kitchen um, was a busy, highly trafficked area. Um, just people going in and out all the time. Um, I think what what was so unique and interesting and heartwarming too for me was that you know you guys just accepted this random person that tosh was living with and you really you know knew nothing about me except for that maybe like tosh vouched for me and like this chick's cool so we'll hang out with her and uh I and you're a girl, so yeah. in yeah, college, girls are always welcome. <laughs> thank you. It wasn't anything about me that was cool, and you guys were just like, yeah, she's chill. Um, no, but I, <laughs> I think it was, I think it was really cool. Like, there's just a lot of different personalities and different things going on, and everyone at that age, um, you're going through different things in your life. You're, everyone's on their own path of self discovery, and it was really cool to just feel like these people are down to kick it and through the years and we'll talk about this later but through the years that um we've had our relationship i think we've really deepened that relationship it's not just about showing up and partying with these people mm -hmm. that you barely know because i think that's for me at least it was that was how it kind of started it was just like these people that were chill and having events and you know you didn't want to sit at home bored just to kick it with these people and then um that i it, it honestly turned into way more than that for um a lot of our friends yeah we love to hear that and with that said what do you think what do you think you your favorite chloris memory is Clo-residence <laughs> memory is. Like, what's your favorite memory of me? What's your favorite memory of me? It's tough. <laughs> I, I, I really think it's, and as cheesy as it is to say, I really think it's, it's almost like a feeling. A feeling of, the feeling, uh, the warm, fuzzy feeling that you get when you think of these people in this group. And, for example, um, I think one of the 
best memories and the best laughs that we get with our group is kind of debriefing after like an event. So like if we're at Coachella, if we're on a trip and we, you know, kind of all did our own thing, but we have that chance to reconvene and talk about what happened all day. Those are kind of like the best moments where we were allowed to do our own thing and then come back and just laugh about all the memories that we just had. And one example of that, like I mentioned earlier, like Coachella, like we do our own thing, we go see our favorite music guests and then we come back and we just like, we feel cozy and it's like a warm feeling of like, these people are always going to be here for me. We're going to talk about things and we're going to laugh and celebrate like all the things that happened that really have to do with who we are as people to our core, right? Um, one memory is just like when we were at Coachella one year and we're just like laughing about how Sean tried to c- cook like chopped up. Spam? Was it? No, it no, wasn't spam. No, it was the... Uh- the, it was the meat, chicken. Right? Was it, it chicken? was the taco meat. It was taco meat. <laughs> it was a taco and it was meat. chicken that was already spam. diced. It wasn't whole chicken. But we tried to throw oh, yes, okay, yeah, diced no, up sure. meat on a grill and it's like <laughs> it fell through the grate. He's like, damn it. <laughs> I'm pretty but sure like, that was 2018. You're exactly 2018. But like I think it's just like that those moments where we celebrate someone for being who they are and it just brings the rest of us joy. Mm. Yeah, so we're not like, it's like, we're not like so much like, we're laughing all together at this thing that happened and like that thing could have only happened to that person (laughs) really. And that's what I think is so beautiful about the people in our group. I think we are, we have become so comfortable with each other that we can be truly ourselves and we're not scared to like, look foolish or we don't have this front that we want to put up um that we have to be fake and that i think is what is really great about all the people in our group and i think it's special when you find friends where you really don't have to pretend to be something that you're not um yeah and just be at ease that's a good point because i think justin i mean you naturally just have this gift to always be yourself regardless of where you are (laughs) but i think i think the, the rest of us um that's a good point. Like we can come here, and it's like we never even have to think about like alter, like alternate, mo- alternate, alternate motives or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Just come yeah. to just really just be where we are. Like we don't yeah. expect to like put on a show for anybody. We don't expect to like I don't know dress up nicely or I don't even know like put on this image for anybody. But um, 100%. that's a good point. Yeah. And do you and Justin? Do you feel like with this group at least like? maybe you can be a little bit more real because i know you can be comfortable with anybody but like do you feel like even with this group you could be a little bit more you yes <laughs> it's like what is it what it's a leading you, question like, just like, you could be your you could be I something could be more not, of myself <laughs> i could be not I myself am. that's possible to not be yourself <laughs> but yes and that this is the whole point of this podcast yeah right yeah so. really to this I, I i think it's great that we're doing this because um there are things that, you know, you want to talk to other people about, but you may not have had the opportunity to, like, really display this and that about yourself. So it's just, you know, things that normally you wouldn't learn about other people. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, you're just... You could say that you were just a Chinese-American girl from Los Angeles seeking friends, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Does, no. that, does that headline <laughs> ring any bells to you? 
Who wrote this? <laughs> that didn't seem like it came from you, Evan. Oh my god. Oh no, somebody could have wrote that on like an ad listing yeah. or something of that nature. Did you a Chinese American girl looking for friends? Did you guys pull that from somewhere? <laughs> yes. It was you that said it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, now that you're saying it, I feel like it was maybe off like a funny Craigslist post. Did we post that? No? 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 Chinese American girl from Los Angeles seeking... Put it back, put it back. <laughs> oh. Chinese American girl from Los Angeles seeking friends. It was on oh. the hottest, like, hottest ads or something like that. Oh, wait, really? You know what I'm talking about? I didn't write that. No, I didn't write that. <laughs> it's a relief that I didn't write that. I'm pretty sure, sure, the picture. I'm pretty sure you wrote that. Sure and it was picture. part of your, your that blog. That picture. Oh, God. What is that? Oh, my God. It's not my <laughs> blog. That was... Okay. So, when I... <laughs> I think when I had uh, moved to China, um, I just wanted to make new friends that mm -hmm. were also expats and um there was a site called the beijinger and there's a lot of good um there's a lot of good uh content on there for foreigners who were living in this new city and i think um maybe i was at a time where i wanted to just like branch out and make new friends mm -hmm. um other than the ones that i had already had before when i moved there yeah um, and I think through that ad, I had met this Russian chick. Uh, we kept in touch up to about a few years ago. But yeah, she was cool. We partied yeah. together. We hung out. Um, there was a, that, was a, that was a fun phase. So let so, me I mean, back up, back up. So I mean, the, the reason why I brought that up was just, this is from your, your life in, in China. Yeah. Right? Can you give us some of your background from, I mean... So some of us know it, some of us don't know it, and some of yeah. those pieces. So, what is like your background from China? Um, were you born there? What like how, when did you live there? I know you've lived there in different parts of your life. Um, what's going on with that? Yeah, so there's definitely a lot of history there. Um, I was born there. Mm -hmm. um, I came to the states when I was almost five. Um, moved to Kentucky at first because my dad had gotten a scholarship for some master's program there. Um, but I think the way in which we had moved here was kind of irregular in that they all kind of like moved one person at a time. Um, my dad came first, settled, and then my dad, my mom came the next year. And then once they were all settled and they felt like they had like a stable mm. home environment for me to come into. Mm. I came on a plane by myself with a stranger, which, and I was four. So imagine like almost five, right? Mm -hmm. um, they, it's, it's actually not uncommon practice, but they knew like a friend of a friend who happened to be traveling to the US at that time. Got it. And so they basically, to save money from them having to fly back and then fly with me. They basically found like this mutual uh, as acquaintance, basically, mm -hmm. to f basically uh, escort me you had a on the flight. Yeah, because you're too young to fly there alone. Um, but imagine, like, I mean, it must have been. I don't know how I took it at the time, but if you know, from 
being an adult now and thinking about how someone at four years old might have felt, that could have been kind of traumatizing. Of course. Um, but I, apparently, and I don't remember much, but this is just from recollections from my family. I, you know, handled that like a champ um, and just went with the stranger with no tears. Um, and I think maybe that set the tone for kind of like how I handled change um, for the rest of my life because it never really phased me. And I think there's also definitely other life events after that initial move from China to Kentucky that also just propelled that trait about me. Um, so we lived in Kentucky from, I think, preschool to first grade. And then before second grade, we moved to L.A. Hmm. So we w- lived in pretty much near Westwood because um, my dad had, he was a student at UCLA. Oh, wow. Full yeah. circle for you. I yeah. didn't know that. I did yeah. not know that either. Um, wait, no. Am I lying? <laughs> he was know. doing, he was definitely doing a program maybe there, but also working in Santa Monica. Yeah, but even, even so, living like, in Westwood, So, like, it was very close. Yeah. 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 Um, but then all their other, like, Chinese friends were graduate students of UCLA. So mm. maybe that's why, like, I'm thinking he went to UCLA, but maybe he didn't. But all of their like other Chinese friends that were like in the same life stage, and they also came straight from China and went came to America because of a education thing. Um, so I think that made me very adaptable and almost to a certain degree, almost like craving change all the time in my life, and I get bored very easily. Um, I think it's that that being flexible and adaptable that's served me well i think that's definitely like a skill that i would want um ellie to have if i had a choice but you know it's not always about it's not always something that you can just create it's about like life circumstances that are given to you right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so living in Kentucky, that was fun. Um, I think I remember. How was that fun? Like, do you remember living in Kentucky? <laughs> I mean, I do. I okay. do uh, to cer- to a certain degree. What are some like visuals that you what have? Are some of- fun um, fireflies. Okay. okay. You know, it's just like, and going back to like the question about favorite chlorescence moment or memory, it's not really a me- memory. I don't really have memories in my head. I feel like they're like feelings. It's weird. Okay. It's maybe how I store memories, mm-hmm. right? Um, in Kentucky, I think there were missionaries and there's these people that were trying to get people co- converted to Christian faith mm-hmm. by almost like sending out people there that were just like in the park recreational areas to like watch your kids and like do like summer vacation okay, Bible yeah, yeah. school All for that them stuff. That's... and it's almost like a segue and like an in mm-hmm. for spreading the gospel right yeah so there's the there's like these yeah white people that were like volunteering to watch us um and i think i do have some recollection of like you know us like catching fireflies and you know back then people weren't really watching their kids um I think there was like a weird time where people, someone was asking us if we wanted like a bunch of kids that I was hanging out with because all of our parents were friends. They asked us if they want, if we wanted to get in their car. So I don't know if we were like almost abducted, but that happened. We, <laughs> we didn't get in their car and I'm alive now here. <laughs> um, that's not the first time I was probably almost abducted. But <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Tell us about all the times you've almost been abducted. We'd love to hear about. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Um, and then I think KFC. Right, that's like a thing. I mean, especially if you're living in the state of Kentucky and an immigrant. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, I had like begged my dad to buy KFC, and I think um, you know it's like a working class like family. You know, you splurge and you buy some KFC, and then um, I I think I disappointed them because I didn't eat a lot of it. But yeah, I had KFC in Kentucky. So that's great. I would love to have KFC in Kentucky. Yeah. Cool. No, I think. Um, it was a short amount of time, and I, but I also think it was very um, formative in my earlier years. Um, I do remember also, and I'm just like maybe rambling now, but I do remember also um, I had like a preschool teacher, and like I got thrown into preschool not knowing any oh, English, and I was just like asked to, I just picked it up, right? Mm-hmm. When you're young, you just you do pick up things really quickly, but I think. Instead of like allowing me to nap, I think she maybe like allowed me to like skip naps and just hang out with her in her office. And I was just like, I don't know what the reason was, but like, I was just like this little Chinese doll to her probably because <laughs> scene number two of where you almost got abducted. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to nap. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I think people were really nice in Kentucky. I think my parents always recall, like, times where, like, this is before the age of GPS, right? If they, they were, like, on the way to, like, some apple orchard or something and they, like, got lost and they, like, they asked someone for directions and instead of just, like, pointing and telling you to turn left after this turn, they actually just, like, follow us and they, like... <laughs> <laughs> Number three of when we almost got abducted. <laughs> they were just like, follow us. And then they like let us out of where we you know, were and needed to go. Yeah. So that was, that was very nice. So maybe that was like a very rosy view of Kentucky because you know, we know what that place is now. But um, from like a four or five-year-old's perspective, it was nice. Yeah. I had my first Christmas there. Um, you have, how many memories do you have of Kentucky? It's mostly like photos, really. Okay. There's so like it's a like photo. a re... Yeah. It's almost like, I forgot what I was listening to this. Like, some of your memories can be direct memories, but some of your memories can be like almost like a... Story. Like a... You can rebuild them from like other... People's... Things. Well, like photos. Places. Yeah, yeah, photos or like yeah. people telling you about things. and. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think my first Christmas there, I had photo with santa and then i had entered a raffle and i won a bicycle from a raffle so <laughs> i mean that was pretty huge if you're a five-year-old nice kentucky life i don't know much about kentucky so that's pretty much all i know about now and then later on in your life you you've gone back to china or specifically when we were friends like when we first became yeah. when we all first became friends um you moved to china yeah. um Tell us about that, because um, I forget exactly why you went and uh, what you were doing there. And yeah, tell us about any stories from from that part of your life. I think um, after I graduated college, I was kind of lacking in direction. Mm-hmm. And you know, you have a degree, but what do you really want to do with that? And um, I think I did go back to China because I did graduate like a few quarters early. So I just spent some time in China with my grandparents, which they were, you know, raising me when my parents 
were gone for that whole year and then I had joined them in Kentucky right mm-hmm. so they they had a soft spot for me I was their first grandchild and so when I had the opportunity I went back to visit them and then I was like wow like the world is my oyster kind of thing like why can't I just you know travel have fun find a job here I think there was also like an element of like meeting some people that you know I thought like these were expats they were kind of older and they had their lives here and they're like you know doing their thing here in beijing too and there's definitely a guy involved too Mm. and um i didn't know that yeah there was there was a guy um and obviously things didn't work out with them and that was like a lesson learned in in terms of like for me to meet someone and then just feel like i it wasn't really 100% from that f- because of that person, but it was also really because of that lack of direction. I just wanted to like have Got fun it. and travel. Dang. Um, Jason really messed you up? Huh? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> that was a joke. That was, that's a good one. That was a good one. Um, yeah, so I think I just like l- walked around the streets of Beijing and I was like, wow. Um, my life could have been significantly different had my parents not chosen and been able to immigrate here to the U.S. I think my dad struggled a lot with my decision to move back to China because it's like I worked so hard for you to be able to live in the States. Mm -hmm. And like background, his family's like farm life, rural he never wanted to lift a finger and do manual labor so that mm. he studied the fucking hell out of those books and was like the first person in his village to even like leave and get educated so in his mind he's like why would you want to move back to china but i think and this is how i even like justified it to them at the time it's like you like worked so hard for this life that we've built in the states so that I could have like the privilege of having the choice to even just like go back for a short amount of time. Um, that's like kind of the privilege and you know what you've been able to give me and I think that's a gift, right? So um, I did that. Um, we I worked there. Um, I did have a job. I had a job um, as, what is it called? It Almost like a college admissions counselor. Mm. So these Chinese high school students, they have they know nothing about um, applying to U.S. college because they don't really have an understanding of writing application essays and writing about themselves. Like that's not something yeah. they do. Like yeah, showcase even themselves. U.S. students have that problem too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, I I think the the challenge is is like really having a self awareness. And when you're that young and you're just in high school, you don't you haven't built that self-awareness up yet. Um, so my job was to kind of be like the bridge from like, I was almost like a counselor asking them questions about their personal life, their parents' expectations, and then trying to like formulate the things that they were telling me into like a cohesive thesis statement for their essay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my job Monday through Friday. And then in between that, um, did some, you know, partying, like saw a lot of cool shows, um, like in Beijing, like we got to see like David Guetta at the Great Wall. Oh wow! Or like cascade in like a very small. But how does it work, David Guetta at the Great Wall? Because yeah. when you say that, it just sounds like because my understanding of the Great Wall is like yeah, it's just I like that slim, in, like. 
I think we're more lo- in like a landing area parking space, like next. It to was the like Great Wall. at the Great Wall, but not like on the Great. Okay, Wall. that makes more sense. You know, literally on like, the wall, yeah, because you have to have enough space for a crowd, yeah. right? So it was like probably like an area next to the Great Wall, but like you're at the Great yeah. Wall. But um, it was a fun period of time. Um, I think all of that really stemmed from the trip that I had taken while I was in college to Tanzania, that volunteering trip in Tanzania, when I came back black as shit. Like, literally, yeah. I was us, so dark. Tell us why you went to Tanzania. Uh, just, I think, that longing for something different, something new, right? Um, I don't think I had gone too many trips abroad, and um, it was marketed to us. I mean, we were, like, doing education in rural villages um, around HIV and health, other health issues. So you felt like it was almost like a feel good. We paid to volunteer. I think we paid like $6,000 to go volunteer for like two months. So it was like, it was almost like you pay to like pat yourself on the back and feel good about what you did. Of course, like we don't know what our long-term like impact was on that neighborhood. And a lot of, I think, volunteer programs are like that. It's partially for like the people that are doing the volunteer work to feel good mm-hmm. about themselves. But like, what is the long-term impact on that um, village, right? Yeah. But I think that um, really opened up my eyes to like, you know, what really ask myself to ask myself what really matters Um, to me because when I came back from that trip like everything that you know all my friends were doing and talking about it just seemed so mundane um, and kind of like almost like if you're looking at the grand scheme of things do these things really matter I was questioning every Mm -hmm. of those things that I was you know used to doing okay so when you went to Tanzania you were pretty ingrained in our group already Mm. Wait, what's the timeline of this again? Yeah, so uh, I would say summer before our fourth year of college, maybe. 2012? 2011. 11? Yeah, yeah. And then China, you you went to China? After I graduated. 2012. Maybe 13, 14. Like August or something like that? Oh, okay. Yeah, so Tanzania first, and I was just like... So you were in Tanzania for three months? Two months, months, yeah. Two months and I was just like wow like there's so much more of this world that I kind of want to see um Tanzania was cool like we were living like in a village and people bar- they, they didn't have running water and electricity was like like one string leading up to a light bulb fixture in the roof um that was crazy we went like I think we had like a midway break where we went on safari and that was that was fun. That was like kind of like the vacation aspect, but um, in between, like you're just living with this family day in and day out, and you're waking up and you're going walking to the school, and on the way, like kids are joining you to walk to school, and you're like teaching them English and HIV/AIDS education. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just saw a lot of like happy people that were like living with very little, and it just kind of gave you a perspective about. You know, U.S. consumerism and like all the things that we f- we are fooled into thinking that we need. All right. So like going back, like Evan asked about the timeline, and I said, 
oh, you were like already a part of our group, like pretty full on. Yeah. How do you think moving to Tanzania and China affected your relationships with people in the group or like just the group in general? Yeah. If anything. Well, I think when I left, I was dating Jason. And then when I came back, I felt like just so like disconnected from what my life used to be. So naturally that kind of, we called it quits then. Um, <laughs> that and because you didn't talk to him the whole time you were there. So. Well, I had no communication. <laughs> That's true. But I literally, like... there's. you think there's an internet? No, I barely had a working cell phone yeah, for emergencies. Um, I think that was just like a natural, like whether or not I was going to go to Tanzania and like dis- discover myself or whatnot. Yeah. Um, I think that relationship was going to run its course anyways, but, um, yeah, but I, I think I came back with this, um, this new perspective and I, I really do think that perspective has guided me into like all the subsequent things that have made my life what it is now. So I was thinking about like what make what what your place is in the group or like what you what you bring. Um, not that I guess. Let me repeat that. So <laughs> I was just trying to think about what makes you so special. Not maybe not just me, but like to to to, to us all of us as friends. And I think um, what really stood out to me is that whenever you're around, there's really a special sort of sort of like like energy or like there's a special cheer, like a level of cheer or joy when you're around um where do you think that like comes from because i think that's very unique mm. um amongst our friends is that that when you're around <laughs> no when you're around i think Aww. it's, it's definitely it's, that's very nice of you to say because i i truly don't think it comes naturally i feel like i try mm. um okay. and not in like an not in like a fake way, but like I don't <laughs> just to shut up. We could be ourselves around each other, no, but I'm, no. I'm really trying to no, be, I, bring the joy. <laughs> okay, right. I'm not. I'm not it trying so naturally. hard to okay. bring the joy, but I I don't think it's something that does come because like there's like naturally bubbly people, okay. and I at least when I look and think about myself i don't think i'm like a naturally bubbly person at least not like to people that i don't know very well and maybe it comes through to you because i do know our friends well and i'm comfortable um and i don't feel like i have to be fake because i don't like to be like fake like i'm so happy to see yeah you. i don't take you for that at all yeah, that's yeah. why I mean, you're always on but you kind of have that right with like your job and stuff like that so yeah I, yeah when you go to work you you gotta put on this fake face yeah. about like hey guys yeah um but i i definitely don't feel like it's a chore or anything that i have to like force myself to do when i'm around our friends mm-hmm. and i i think it's truly because i consider myself an extrovert and like part of that definition as I understand it is that you like feed off energy from other people right Mm. you gain energy from being around and talking to other people whereas introverts are like I need to take time to myself do my own thing to like regain energy and recuperate because other people drain their energy yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. so I I truly think that um I do get revived 
and revitalized by being around people that I enjoy. Um, and that's why the pandemic was so hard. It was like, it was, it was hard. Um, just being, you know, physically apart and not seeing friends. Um, so I'm very glad we're out of the dark ages. Mm -hmm. But is there like a per- is there like a certain yeah. person yeah. or like a certain yeah, yeah. like fate of part of your life where you feel like you you got this from? Because I mean, at least from what I understand about behaviors, like at least kind of understand about behavior, is that maybe her behavior is like learned. like learned through like yeah. like your own experience, not like something you yeah. not always like natural, like yeah, that um, actually comes from within, right? I I think m- my mom is a great example of that. I think mm-hmm. she's very cheery. Um, and you know, things just kind of like slide off her shoulder or back or whatever that the saying is like, nothing seems to phase her. And, um, you know, she's gone through a lot of her own like difficulties in life, but like you would never know that because she's, she manages to, um, be positive. Um, yeah, there are some, you know, like <laughs> I do get some, like, I think we all, at a certain age in our lives, we all kind of feel like we're becoming, you our know, parents. our parents. Yeah, for sure. So there are like things, but I think, um, for the most part, um, she has this cheerful, like aura about her when she's, you know, presenting to her herself to the outside world. Um, there's also a part of me that's like, as I, you know, really discovered, who I want to be and who I want to present, uh, what I want to present to the outside facing world. Um, and that's like honesty, right? I think there was like one year, years ago where I told myself like, I'm going, my, my new year's resolution is to be like honest with people. And that was so liberating because honest to people for me looked like you know, if someone's doing something great, I'm going to call that out and compliment them. Or like if, you know, hard conversations have to be had, like I kind of like present, you know, them with my, you know, maybe sometimes it's difficult to hear truth. Um, And that's very liberating for yourself to kind of do that. So just like really just to get everything off your chest. And sometimes it's, you can't, you know, just blindly do that and get everything off your chest as a, you know, and just, you know, take collateral damage of, you know, to the people around you. But I think when you do it in a meaningful way, I think um, you are able to say what you truly want to say to your friends and, you know, let them know how much they mean to you. Yeah. 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 And I think, and the result of that is, you know, letting the people you care about know how you feel about them and just that genuine like i'm so happy that we are getting together because like as we get older it's harder to like for people's schedules to align and really get together so i think um it is really truly special and you know you want to make those interactions count yeah no yeah definitely what i appreciate always what i've always appreciated about you is just you're always, I think, upfront with what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and um, I, I mean, I totally appreciate that from people, just because I know, I mean, I'm guilty of doing the opposite, where I'm thinking something or feeling something, and I totally just like 
put this yeah. like wall up. Same. But, yeah. And then, but I always appreciated about appreciated that about you. Like, definitely, what I see is what you see. What you what you see is what you get with you. And I really like that about you. Yeah. 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 Right. I mean, I think. I mean, if you can't be real with at least your closest friends, like, you know, who are you mm-hmm. saving that for? True. Yeah. True. I hope I'm saying this correctly. I couldn't figure out the pronunciation for it. Salkantai. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is that? Tell us what salkantai is. Um, salkantai. Salkantai. I might be saying it wrong too because it's not the most traveled um, trek in Peru, but that's you guys really did your research, and I applaud you for that. And I just wanted to call that out. But um, great segue. That's the name of the trek company that we took to do like a what was it five four or five day hike to Machu Picchu. Picchu. Yeah, and um, that's where Michael eventually proposed. But like that name and that group of people that we were with, it just another example of how like you know, opening yourself up to different kinds of travel experiences, ones that you may not be uh, physically ready for, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that just, like, you know, opens new doors to new connections. Um, We had, like, the best group of uh, mostly Europeans with us on that group, and um, just the vibes, like, everyone's super nice, super positive, um different walks of life we had this couple from norwegian danish yeah danish and they were like super badass and outdoorsy folks and then we had this guy and girl platonic um who were co-workers and they were from the uk and then we had these two girls from switzerland um am i forgetting anyone um but they were they were just great they were with us we got to know each other so well through the course of, you know, really hiking all day, every day for, mm-hmm. together for and sharing meals, family style meals, which all eventually led to them like witnessing our proposal uh, at Machu Picchu. And it was the best group. I couldn't have, you know, ever imagined a better group of people to share that with. Um, everyone was just so nice and they were super fit. We were like... <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael. I was like the slowest person, like hiking. <laughs> he was like, you know, trying to like keep up with the rest. Or he was keeping up with the rest of the group, but like my knees, like they were hurting on day two or three when we were starting to go downhill. But yeah, yeah. holds a very special place in my heart. And if anyone ever wanted to do like something different um, and they're trying to do it in Peru, like hands down, I would guarantee that that company would show them a great time yeah i just bring i just wanted to bring that up just because like that's where i mean that's where your not your whole relationship with michael started but that's where your journey into marriage started with michael right yeah yeah so then i mean you've been that was 2018 yeah so you were married you've been married for four years now is that correct 2019 so yeah coming up on four years in august okay so how has it been being married to Michael for four years now. Talk to us about... Yeah. Um, well, I think marriage is like crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're really... For us, we hadn't lived together before. So we're 
you know, starting to live together. And, you know, there's everything that has led up to that promise and that next step of marriage, right? Mm -hmm. But then, like, I feel like to a certain degree, like, when you're, once you be, once you do get married and you haven't lived together before, like, that next phase, like, everything else goes out the window. Yes, you've built this strong foundation. Yes, you love each other. But, like, it's, like, a whole new thing, like, living together. Um, I think just figuring out, you know, the quirks of the other person, you know, like, I think in the beginning I had high, like, standards. Like, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted, like, nothing on tabletops like I wanted to like basically reset every room everything once you leave that room and I think I don't I don't know if maybe like maybe the communication or like those expectations um we weren't we just weren't on the same page but like you know (laughs) and we still have different like ideas of what like acceptable for clean would be i think once you throw a kid in the mix it's just like crazy it's like you're just surviving um you walk into our house if you know we're not if we haven't cleaned for guests coming in it's just like toys scattered everywhere there's clothes right now there's a freaking little potty in our living room because we just potty trained ellie um it's just havoc but i think I think I read like an Instagram post that made me feel better about the mess. It's just like Mm -hmm. your kids aren't going to remember the messy house. They're going to remember the things that you did to like make memories with them. So like I'm always going to just ditch the house and like we'll go to the park. We'll do whatever like your the house can wait. uh, How many hours outside for a thousand? Oh, yeah. Thousand hours. (laughs) We stopped stopped counting because it was just so hard to like count. But like we're still like that's just like a mentality now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just, you know, I, who knows how many hours, but I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think summer will definitely catch us up a little, but I think at this point it's just like a mentality to get outside when you can. It's stupid hot right now, but, um, maybe we'll catch up. Well, how has like your relationship with Michael evolved, I guess, from when maybe like Machu Picchu to now? Like, yeah. What are some like real, like. Changes, but in a good way. Yeah. I think um, after you have a kid, you you just say less and you do more. Like, we're just... We each know what the other person or what you yourself is going to take care of. And you just do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's also, like, important to not take what the other person is doing for granted and just, like, call out and say, like... Oh, thanks. You did that. Even though like I expected you to do that, I do recognize that you did that. And mm-hmm. I think it's it's important to just appreciate the other person that way and not take it for granted that they did that. For example, um when he works uh at the hospital, he will wake up a little bit earlier to walk blue so that my morning with Ellie is just feeding her and then packing up our stuff and then maybe going to my parents place so that they can keep an eye on her while I work right Mm -hmm. so like just that one act of walking blue in the wee hours in the morning it's not Mm -hmm. as bad in the summer but it's way worse in the winter right um that's just like one thing that he does to take something off my plate from Mm -hmm. like a bustling morning right 
So just appreciation and just acknowledgement of something that the other person did is does does a lot for um, making the other person feel appreciated for doing something that they have to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, like when you get married, it's like like you said, like your actions become the world. Like yeah, like your actions. They, I know the actions speak loud in the words thing, but it's like you have to do the actions because. Yeah. The words <laughs> kind of just You you have to do the actions, but it's yeah. kind of cherry on top if someone is appreciating yeah. mm-hmm. you for it, mm-hmm. right? Words of affirmation yeah. for yeah. those. You don't acts those words don't have to those appreci- that appreciation doesn't have to come, but like it those words of appreciation make the task much mm-hmm. more meaningful and easier and to do. Yeah. Definitely. So, um you're a wonderful mother and wife. How has Ellie changed your perspective of the world and life in general? I would say um, just thinking about, in the grand scheme of things, um, what matters and what doesn't. I think when we first became parents, it was easy to uh, look at, parenting Instagram accounts and say like oh my god if we don't do this right we're gonna mess her up or like you know just feeling like all these sources of information were telling you do this do that and then you have like you know real life like my mom who had a lot of opinions too so um I think that those those bits of information are okay you just you know, take everything with a grain of salt, you filter through that. But at the end of the day, it's, it's important to just like really remember, like you just have to surround your kid with love and just obviously keep them safe. Like the physical, like aspect of being safe. But like, if you really just give them love and, you know, meet all their other basic, basic requirements, it's, you know, not, as daunting of a task yes there are some times where you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders and you're raising this human being and you want to instill them with all the right you know values and you want to give them the right uh experiences and education in life but you know there's only so much you can do so i think um even like just looking back on my upbringing i don't think my parents gave me as much as like an emphasis on like developing the whole person it was more like achievements because they're coming from an immigrant mm-hmm. mentality of achievements and success in life right but then I think there are different you know foundational aspects of you know being a decent person and you know being able to communicate and just um those things that will serve you much farther um, in life. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And you're saying how, like, you kind of have that weight of the world. Like, you're learning to not have, like, put all that pressure on yourself to, yeah. to really, like, raise Ellie, like, exactly, like, what you feel like is, like, that perfect, like, yeah. way to raise a child. That's super, like, it takes a lot of, like, I remember the same for us. Like, it, t- it takes a lot of, uh, I don't know, self-reflection, I guess, like to yeah. be like, to step back and be like, I just need to give my kid love. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's like the main thing, you know? Yeah. It's, it's difficult too, because even, 
when Michael and I first moved in together and without Ellie, we, so we would listen to Taylor Swift a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Michael became a fan um, uh, of Taylor Swift circa, I think it was like when we went to Wango Tango. Remember that time when we... (laughs) Oh my, yeah. (laughs) Who went to Wango Tango? Randomly. So I got tickets through work and then I think Justin was there too. I was with my mom. I remember you. She bought okay, tickets so for Wango Tango, okay. and then we we met up. But somehow Michael got caught up, and he like bum rushed and like snuck to the very front. He got way closer to Taylor than we ever <laughs> did, and he just left me behind. <laughs> and he was just like fangirling in the front. He's hypnotized and yeah, couldn't help himself. And so ever since then, he's like a hardcore like Taylor fan. But I think Swifty, Swifty, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So I think there's um. There's one song that we would listen to and just like really feel when we're when we had just moved into uh, our house after getting married. It was like I think it's Lover, and it's like we could leave the Christmas lights up till January, and this is our place. We make the rules, so we're just hey. like, dude, like being married and being adults, like because mm-hmm. you're the most adult adult in your household, of course. and. Yeah. When you have kids, yeah. it's like, shoot, I don't know what the rules are, but you mm-hmm. gotta like set some boundaries, right? Yeah. I mean, you you want ice cream? I would love ice cream too, but like we have to like kind of meet in the middle, and I you know have to tell you to eat your food first and then eat the ice cream. But I think the point is like with children, I think we've learned to kind of like you know one thing is not gonna ruin them. Of course. Um, as long as, you know, they have, you know, parents that love them and, um, some sort of guidance in life. So that's kind of like how we're taking it step by step and we're figuring this out. Yeah. A lot of figuring out. Um, for me, one of the hardest things, um, I felt like, like as like continue to be parents, like one of the hardest things I feel that still is one, this one of the things that's still the hardest things about being a parent is, um, like you give so much of yourself to to your kids and to your spouse like you're just constantly just give 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 that you that you even like lose sight of like who you who you are sometimes like you have to like think about like wait where am i in all this even um where where in your life are like you and your element like is there a certain place or thing that you do where you like really can find peace for yourself and and you feel like you really shine Mm. Um, I would probably say, yeah, yeah, well, first of all, I agree with what you're saying in that, like, as a parent, you do give up a lot of yourself. And for me, I feel like health wise and like rest wise, I feel like I've sacrificed a lot there because like I'm co-sleeping with Ellie. She wakes up and we just potty train her 3 a.m. She wakes up. She's like, I need a potty. I'm like, dude, you could potty in your diaper at night <laughs> please <laughs> you're not supposed to have this skill mm-hmm. yet yeah. you're supposed to sleep in and just pee right mm-hmm. but in the last few nights i've had to like just bring her to the toilet and let her pee but like um i think it's i mean everyone's done it before before us so i just you know remind myself this is not going to be forever mm-hmm. but i think the moments where i'm having fun and when I, where I'm having fun 
and feeling like this is this is me but now like I'm being me with my child I think that those are my favorite moments of parenting mm-hmm. um, what are those moments yeah it could be something small like you know really like we could be at the park and she's playing on like seesaw and i'm sitting behind her on the seesaw and like we're really you know going up and down and she's like seesaw like horsey right like those are the moments where i feel like yeah this is who i meant to be as a mom like all this moment and the joy i'm getting from being her mom in this moment makes up for all the like difficult moments Mm -hmm. where i'm like dude did I make a mistake? <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely moments where like, I think for me, I struggle a lot because, okay, I'm going to admit it, like it or not, sometimes I'm a control freak, but. You think? If things don't go, if things don't go my way in certain instances, I kind of have, like, I, I could get to the point of accepting it, but it'll take me some time, right? So I think, having Ellie like it's really like taught me I don't I don't know that it's taught me because I might not be there yet of quickly accepting but like you can't out stubborn a child sometimes there are some times where you have to hold your boundary and say no but a lot of times you're gonna have to just go with the flow and you are gonna have to pick your battles right but I I think I'm getting better about picking which battles but Mm. There are definitely some very challenging moments, but then, like, with all things, like, you know, she says something hilarious, and you're like, God damn, you're so cute. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it makes it all worth it. It's like you just forget the trauma. Dude, yeah, I lose a lot. I feel like I'm always losing to my children. <laughs> um, is, so is there anything outside of, uh, like, like, outside of, like, like being with Michael and Ellie, like, is there anything else that you really feel like that you're you and you still feel like you feel like this is me? I'm, I'm Jessica. Or your like, your yeah. old self. Yeah. Or your yourself before. Yeah, like yeah. Your your core self, I would say. Core, yeah. Your core yeah. self. Like, um, I think I like taking care of people and whether mm-hmm. that's it's, you know, it has to do with planning a lot. Um, I think kind of going back to maybe your other question about like favorite core residence memory it's not my favorite but like something i'm very proud of of what i've contributed to this group is like you know help in planning some things and like mm-hmm. i think the zion trip was no easy feat because i was like 20 like maybe 18 to 20 people you know transportation getting mm-hmm. them there mm-hmm. like the house the food everything and i i like doing that um for my friends and I appreciate everybody. I appreciate you guys entrusting me with that task. Um, um, and I think we did it again recently for Yosemite. That was great. Um, I just, I love doing that and just taking on the burden of like, not the burden, but like the, the challenge almost really of what is, what is, um, the best trip that I can plan to make everyone happy, um, all within the the constraints of like it being you know financially 
fiscally responsible. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like well, actually what I do for my job. Yeah, that's that's like all I do every day is like yeah. taking clients marketing budgets. This is our budget and we want to maximize what we do with our budget. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all I do and I I love that and yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Justin thanks, was like, "Thanks for helping nodding, me with no, that." Justin's like nodding and giving thumbs up that whole time. What do you? What do you want to? Do you have anything to add to that, Justin? Why? Because I used to do that all by myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. I used to have like Tosh and Donna, mm-hmm. and then they kind of fell off, and then. No. Yeah. Just. I mean, just has been kind of. And a, then the, she the kind of took over, and I was like, "Fuck yeah." Yeah. Yeah. And I would just be her right man, right hand man, or like. Don't tell people. <laughs> <laughs> what? Don't tell people what? We'll, we'll like, we'll, I'll like text them and be like, Justin, this is what we're going to do, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Inse- I mean, incept I, it into I, I people's minds. <laughs> In case can you get everyone on board team. with this? <laughs> yes, I can. Yeah. yeah. Well, now He's the, the secret's voice. out. <laughs> now it's out. He's the voice. <laughs> it's out He's there. The voice, cut I mean, cut I, that part I mean, out, okay, in post production. Nope. <laughs> um, I asked Michael that same question about you. Like, where is... Because I wanted to see, like... I mean, who else knows you better than Michael? Like, I wanted to see, like, to help prepare for this podcast, I wanted to see where you... I want to see what he, where he thought you are, like, in your element. Mm-hmm. And can I read you what yeah. he said? Because I was like... Uh. <laughs> at first, I was going to just... I was just going to use it as, like, inspiration okay. yeah. to, like, understand, like, your, like, context and stuff. Yeah. But then at, when he sent it and I read it, I was like... Oh my God, I just want to, I don't know. Okay, I don't want to overhype it. Here we go. This is what Michael said when I asked him that same question. I said, he said, and as far as her element, definitely cooking or planning trips. She definitely shines there. I think cooking would be the obvious choice. We all know how well she can cook. There's a lot of detail and time she puts into prepping and cooking her meals. Everything is precise and cohesive. It's not just a protein, vegetables, and carbs. There's a lot of thought he places. Uh, there's a lot of thought she places in what tastes will go well together, balancing sweet and spicy. A lot of attention to detail for sure. When it comes to planning, whether it's for me and her or for our friends, at the end of the day, the goal is to give everyone the best experience. We like to tease her about being picky or wanting to have the final say or decision, but it really comes from a good place. Her intention is for everyone to have the best. Like with Airbnb, she could book a place, but she'll keep looking for another place to stay <laughs> if we can have an even better experience. With food, she doesn't just want it, us to eat for the sake of eating, but rather for us to try something for the first time that will really wow us. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. I was going to say food too. Spot on. But like obviously not like I'm not cooking for everyone all the time. So th- my first answer was just like what I do for the group. But mm-hmm. I I would love to cook more. I just, you know, like being busy. You, oh, yeah. Yeah. Now you just buy stuff yeah. from Costco that you mm-hmm. can heat up or put together really quickly. And I hate to admit it, but definitely would like to cook more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think that a detail part is like a, is a thing um, for you. Just like, yeah, like he said, it could, you could come off as picky and like very like. Mm, like yeah. Like I have I opinions. Know. Like very like yeah. Opinionated, like, and my mom is the same way. Yeah, but same thing. I, I feel like that's like something you and Tosh can like relate. Is like you want things precise 
for people. It's not yeah. just for size necessarily out of your own like selfishness or preference. But it come it comes out like it's there. It does. Own. Yeah, it yeah. can come out that way, yeah. That's that's <laughs> oh, that's the thing. I'll reel it in. No, I mean for my wife too. I'll, I'll speak <laughs> on her back. I mean, but but at the end like when you really think about it, it's like because you, you want what's best for everyone and and you yeah. that's that's a place that comes from a place of love. And I think there I will have to admit there's like an element of like maybe ego too because it's like I it's like, it's like because if you think that you feel I feel so strongly about something I'm just like no what you guys don't want like what you're saying you want you don't want because I what I think is better <laughs> that's, is better that's the thing. That's, no I know this is better I know this is better you don't yeah. know what's best for you like, picky and stubborn am I a child uh, I don't know. you haven't been to Zion or Yosemite for these things all right let's That's let's fair. do it okay you know what go let let's plan another trip let's make sure you're 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 in attendance and then um okay. you, we can we can do like a delta after like where we talk about like what you liked about it and then i would really like to optimize based on like someone's true you know what next trip we have we're gonna have uh opinion cards okay. and then you guys give us you guys give honest feedback and um someone else will read it so i don't get butt hurt <laughs> and then you'll filter through that. okay yeah, so i'm really easy to please i'm i'm the same i'm almost the same way i really just i'm really easy to please just don't aunt- plan a hiking trip Yes, but then I'll just <laughs> opt out, though. I won't like be like, I don't think we should do that. Let's do something else. I'll just be like, I'm just gonna sit out this one. That's all. You wouldn't hike on a trip. I would hike for you guys, just not that often. Come and on. he has two kids now, so yeah. it's like yeah. even and, tougher to like want to do that. Um, I feel like Tasha's parents are pretty outdoorsy. They hike all the time. I feel like that's a good thing for the kids. You won't do it for the kids. I'm glad they get to do it with that. <laughs> What is your what is your thing? What is your quarrel with hiking? It's just walking. And I'd rather walk to see things that and I think it's more of a nature like I don't have a thing like I don't have a particular connection to nature maybe the same way other people do. Mm. Oh yeah. And it's cuz it's essentially to me walking looking at nature and I, if I don't really have a connection to nature I'm just walking. He just <laughs> doesn't, he does, he doesn't appreciate the views. Like Really? And it's not like a really monster. Huh? I'm, like, yeah. I'm a monster for you. not like He's telling nature. you. That's what like, it is. Oh, yeah. huh. And he hasn't gone to certain mm. these things. So yeah, I've gone. On, I've gone to plenty of places, and I, I feel like I've hiked plenty of times, and it just has never, never clicked with for me. me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, never really? With never a, with I, you? I don't, I don't think I've been, been ever on a hike hiked you. with Jayco. That's fair. Then if that. Are you sure? It's about the people and experience. Sometimes the views are just eh, but then the people and your the conversation and the experience of sharing time along the way is what it's about. Okay, okay. All right. All right. We won't we won't make you do like we won't make you commit to a trip out of like mm-hmm. uh, hiking, but maybe we just do a day hike. I think we got to find a day. We can hike. talk about it. So, oh my gosh! You don't want to commit. See, on he doesn't even want to commit to uh, something like no, that. No, we can talk. About, oh, I'm just gonna go blindly say yes. Let's do it. Like we can talk about it. No, I'm open to it. There that you is go. Such that's a, a better. Dad that's res- a better response. I'm open to it. No, let's talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very dad response. Maybe, maybe we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how the conversation would go, but we can have it. Okay. 
Good. I'm glad. I mean, I think looking ahead, I mean, I would just love to plan more trips because, I mean, like you said, like that's my that's my thing. And I it's mm-hmm. it's harder to get people together as we get older and we have our own lives. But um just want to make sure that there are opportunities and, you know, times where we can get together and have meaningful memories. So that's like segue into our next section. It was just like, what would you like to see or do with Clo residents in the future? So yeah. planning a, a trip that involves that involves Evan and Todd. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> they have they have flown under my radar um, they have, right? for long enough. They somehow got out of the Zion trip, didn't make it to the Yosemite trip. We're gonna plan a trip with them. Tosh, help me. <laughs> <laughs> No, really. Don't think of it as like an outdoors hiking trip. Think of it as just like a trip with friends. That's fair. And we're not going to go like, I mean, selfishly, like we have to Ellie now. So it's not like we're going to go on like a crazy hike. We're going to do something doable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yosemite was on the brink of that, though, because of your surgery. Yeah. Is it, we turned back. Um, and also it was just like hot and Ellie was just like little, you know, the kids aren't as good as adults are for regulating their own body temperature. And, um, I think we just weren't prepared. So we, we actually turned back, but the rest of the group did finish like a longer hike. That was great. Yosemite would be insane because of the waterfalls right now, but I also know it's really crowded. Yeah. But I mean, that was a fun trip. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think to answer more and elaborate on that question, I think it would be really fun to do, you know, more trips because like we kind of, we do our regular hangouts, right? And that's the everyday hanging out here, getting together for barbecues and, you know, birthdays. Um, I think as we get older, I think maybe we do fewer, but like more bigger trips. What say you about like a snow trip? No, you're not about the snow either. I'm fine. You have to also remember my yes is only half of a yes. So the boys would love the snow. No, that's really? not the other half. No, it's Tosh. Tosh is. I'm not trying to throw her under the bus. I'm just saying, like, like I could say yes, but yeah, I have a whole. Okay. There's another. Okay. There's other. I think there's I know parts too. of. Uh, yes. That, yeah. Okay, and I am willing to do the behind-the-scenes work. I'll get mm-hmm. all the moms on board, and then we'll get, like, a family-friendly kids' trip. That sounds fun. We have some stuff. I think. Yeah, we have, we, you guys, we have, like, we have the momentum. We have enough kids now to, like, actually, like, let the kids play together. And they're That's old true. enough. They're old enough. To yeah, to and interact with yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen That's you true. for the last five weeks. I know. That's right. Week five. <laughs> so what are some aspirations or things you're looking forward to in the future um, with Michael and Ellie? Yeah, um, I think Ellie's getting older and she's gaining a little bit more independence. I think by the time she's three, we'll probably you know try to put her in some sort of preschool so I'm looking forward to gaining a lot of my time back, you know, making time to like work out more and just do things for myself more. Cooking is another one. I still try to make time for cooking on the weekends when I can, 
um, make it work, but um, I do get a lot of satisfaction from like cooking things. So it's like really regaining things that make me feel whole. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, she's getting older, so we can you know do longer trips, international travel. So that's something we're looking forward to. We're going to Japan at the end of September. Yeah, I think she was just entering this, like, new phase of, like, talking way more. And, wow, she has so many uh, of her own thoughts and desires that she's able now to voice. And it's crazy. It's it's shocking, you know, on one hand, but it's also more difficult. Because, like, she has now thoughts about and opinions about what she wants to wear. So it's not just like me putting clothes out and you're like, okay, you're going to wear this. And it's like, I have to coax her into wearing what I want her to wear. And a lot of times it doesn't work. So now we're just like stuck wearing mini clothes all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's very just new challenges. Um, but I think, I think it'll be good. I think we're breaking out of the, like, like I know, like, She's not a newborn, and she hasn't been a newborn for a while, but uh, we're just kind of, like, climbing out of that hole of, like, surviving. Yeah, that's... Yeah, the age she's at, that's where it kind of... Yeah, you're right. It breaks into a whole new thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a new chapter. Yeah. She's she's like a new person. Do you see more of Michael or you and her at this moment? Both. I would say both. She looks like Michael a lot. Whether I'll, whether or not I like to admit it, she looks like Michael. Um, and she's got a fire. I don't think I had as much of from from recollections from my family. I don't think as I had as much of a fiery personality when I was young. I was very like soft spoken. My my grandparents would have to like push me off, you know, their legs and like encourage me to go play with other people in the playground. Ellie's not that way. Um, you have to, she's like a boy. She's like bouncing off, like climbing things. And I'm just like, sit still. You're going to get hurt. But, you know, you can't control that. I mean, she has boy three, cousins. Boy, three boy cousins. And your, no. your know, kids, too. She really has no, oh, like, uh, fem- like soft female energy that yeah. she's, like, seeing on a regular sure. basis, you including me. Christina, <laughs> bring back on. And now uh, you got to find her some. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I don't think it'll be bad. I think it'll serve her good to be, to be able to hang with, um, stronger personalities and she is a stronger personality. Yeah. I'm really proud of, I mean, I don't know how much of it's nature and nurture, but I'm happy with, um, who she's turning out to be because I mean, I think me, Michael and I talked about this. We just want our kid to, like, entertain us at least. <laughs> she's, she's pretty funny. She's Challenging, awesome. but no, she's Ellie funny. Fun. That's, at the very least, she's Yeah, funny. I do hope she never loses that kind of spark and fire. So just like last time with Ryan, one of our segments that we like to we want to do on all of our episodes is give an opportunity to to do a chloresident shout out where you can just highlight or mention not just men i think mentions too little i think really just highlight somebody that um you you want to put the spotlight on for something they're doing or something they've done um with you or 
I don't know. Just bring yeah. light to somebody. Um, this is a fun question. I, I think I'd want to call out Sean. Um, <laughs> I was not expecting yeah, that. Yeah, you were. Um, I don't know. I just missed the guy. Uh, he's doing his own thing um, up there in the Bay. And I think every time I see him and when he comes back down... Um, it's refreshing to talk to him and um, just see how he's, you know, been doing these things to better himself, you know, not in pre- our presence. We don't see these things happening, you know. He openly talks about going to therapy and, like, I know he's, like, gotten super fit and just, like, doing his own thing out there. I think it's commendable that he's, you know, built his own life out there. Um, of course, we would love to see him come back. And every time I think I see him, I'm like, hey, you gonna move back? <laughs> you gonna come back? We're all trying to get him yeah. back here. Yeah. Um, it's it's great that he has his own life and that he's, you know, built that around um, where he's at now. But I think we selfishly, very selfishly, um, I think we'd all love to you know, see him more often. And, um, I think Sean's just a solid guy. And I think, uh, he, he deserves some recognition for all the things that he's like doing quietly and not like really making a fuss about. Yeah. He does like, yeah. When I talk to him too, it just feels like he's like really at peace with like where he is, um, and where he is in his life. And I get what you mean. Is there like a particular, like, story that you think not story maybe story or like memory again that you, that you think of right away with sean like between you like more like between you two not yeah. just like of yeah. him in general but is there something in between you two that you can really remember um I mean, there, could be, there could be more people too but yeah like yeah yeah specifically like you two in, involved well besides my favorite memory of sean trying to grill um <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, again, it's like when you ask for a memory, I think it's just like not one thing. But I think um, in general with any of our friends, when I think about a person, it's how they make me feel. Right. And it's like I think it's really silly, but uh, I think whereas like people would quote like was it Mother Teresa or some like crazy like you know, up there person that's like, it's not about like the things that you said specifically to a person. Mm -hmm. It's about like how that person made you feel that Mm -hmm. really makes like a lasting impact on Mm -hmm. your view of this person. And I think, um, I think in general, I think what I appreciate about Sean is that he's like a great listener and, um, his intentions are pure and like mm-hmm. what you see is what you really get and mm-hmm. everything that comes to his mind he That's speaks true. on and I, I i really do appreciate that because i think i i think you appreciate what you kind of aspire like what i said earlier was mm-hmm. like i don't it doesn't come naturally yeah but i try to do and xyz um i think sean does do that and i appreciate that yeah definitely love that yeah we love you sean we miss you come home Come home. <laughs> Justin's but. nodding, shaking his head, and then nodding his head. What was that? He's like he he does he's he's hesitant to admit that he misses you, but he does want you back. <laughs> That's what I read it as. No, 
there's a saying where I was like, I fucking miss Sean or I miss fucking Sean. I miss fucking Sean. That's right. <laughs> you said that. I said that's that. Oh. Because we were we were reminiscing about Sean or missing Sean when we were all out in uh, Koreatown. Yeah. And I said, I miss fucking Sean. <laughs> yeah, that's a. And they're like, you miss fucking Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Carl. Very, bitch. Oh, that's Sean. I could see Carl saying that. Yeah. Um, wrong verb placement. Yeah, don't slip your words wrong, Carl. You mean me? Yeah. yeah. But I miss. Yeah. I I've fucking been, miss been, Carl. I miss, I've been I miss missing that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I gave up on him coming home when he was like, I'll be back in like two years. It's like five years already. <laughs> He'll be here. He'll be back. So just know on your um, podcast segment with Sean, just ask him, what do you, what's your like exit strategy for? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what it is. All right. Good. All right, so we will jump into our last segment, which is Clo Residence Trivia. Sound effect. Doo, 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 doo. Burr, 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 burr. Oh, I don't know which button it is. <laughs> that sounds like a game show. Everybody. By the way, this beer is very good. Is this a churro one? Yep. I've had this one before. That's I thought you were drinking wine this whole time. Uh, well, I finished the yeah. wine. Oh, All right. you were drinking. So, yeah. I'll start. <sighs> okay. My team, my basketball team, won a championship. What? I, I, yeah, I mean. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I'm, I'm curious just to see where really this is going. Random, it kind of sucks because you were, I think you were, you were in... I was not part of those no, when you were. Oh, oh, way to ruin it! You um, were in sorry China. So you're gonna ask me about something that happened when I was out of the country? Yeah. Okay, great. Let's see how good your knowledge is. We had nine people on the team. Can you name? There was five people from Clo Residence on our team. Uh, can you name three? <laughs> You're trying to fuse this <laughs> basketball and core residence yeah, NBA yeah. trivia. Yeah, we, okay. we let you slide on the NBA trivia. Um, okay, and you guys won this championship while I was outside of when yeah, I was 2013. Okay, um, was Carl on his team? Well, should I just name all like name my three guesses and then you yeah, tell give me, me okay. three guesses, and I'll give you like right or wrong like okay. Uh, mm, and this is all people we see regularly. Part of the They're group. They're part of our group. Okay, okay, okay. Carl, Michael, and Raph? You got one person right now. <laughs> Can I do secondary guesses? <laughs> I'll give you one more. I didn't know guess. the answer until I just Brandon? looked at it. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. Okay, the... Okay. Can you tell me the when I got right? Well, it doesn't really matter. I'm just like naming dudes Raph. at this point. Raph. Okay. So Raph, Raph and Brandon. Brandon. Not Michael and not Carl. I think he hinted that you weren't there. Um, I hinted that I wasn't there. Yeah. I'm just, who would have been playing basketball with you at that time? 
No. <laughs> Say a name. Okay, okay, okay. Um, um, ma, 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 ma. Dude, I don't even know who's playing bass. Gary? <laughs> I got. That I was would the feel best like it was. Ever. No, no, no. Like, okay, that was that was pressure. I was I was cracking under pressure. Yeah. Okay, Gary is wrong. Yeah. On that team was me, Raph, Sean, Brandon, Sean. and Kevin. Kevin. <gasps> and then we had four other people. Okay, I should have known. I'm sorry. I did not think. Like, okay, yeah, I know you guys play basketball, so I just blink. This is just pressure, guys. True. If, if you had given me these questions beforehand, and I swear to God I wouldn't have asked, like, <laughs> Michael, I think I could have done better. You That's asked Michael stuff? <laughs> what do you mean? What did you just say? No, if you, no had, just, if you had given me these questions to think oh, about, I would have... Asked Michael. Yeah, I, no, I wouldn't have asked Michael, but I think I would have done better than Gary. No, that's the point of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just pressure. Okay, pressure. Okay, all right. And all on right. top of that, there's four other people that were not in our group but are our friends. Name one of those people. I just, I'm just curious. No one would get this. This is okay. Um, just think on the peripher- peripherals of our group, um, I guess. I don't, I don't know these. I'm looking at the answers and I, I barely know the answers <laughs> to this. Just, but they're like just, also part of our group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now in hindsight, I'm thinking that Gary was a very bad pressure uh, answer. Um, maybe um, Francis? Good job. I mean, he plays basketball Mace. with you guys. Good job. Um, Correct. That's good. Oh, that's it? I only Just, had to guess one? Yeah. Okay. One, yeah. <sighs> okay. I would okay. like to... Jonat, Francis, yeah. Emil, and Emil Eric and won. Eric. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Eric. Okay. My turn? I'm going to do better. This is is just a warm-up question. Yeah, you'll do better. This question... That was a little tough. Sorry. That was hard. No, you're good. I thought it was fine. Um, So, continuing with sports. More sport? (laughs) Yes, sports. Sports. Um, So, Justin and I have been, uh, like... No. Well, Justin and I have been talking and trying to think about the... We've we've thought about the origins of the Chlorosidence group. And we have a theory that the Chlorosidence started as a tennis group and evolved into what it is now can okay. you so more naming for you mm. today i think a lot of it's gonna be it. naming can you name five people from co-residence that played tennis for mayfair high school may from just from mayfair alone yeah okay five dennis raf i know they still play you got three more you're good so far. Two for um, two. Carl, Brandon. Two, four for four. One more. Did you play tennis? Four for five. <laughs> no, I did not play tennis. <laughs> did you play tennis, Evan? Four, four for, for six. six. <laughs> <laughs> who am I missing? Mayfair? Only Mayfair? I feel like I just named everyone who went to Mayfair. Oh, are we counting females too? Does Tina play? Yes. Dina. Good yes, job. five. Good. Good job, Stina. Yeah, being the Asian that plays tennis. So seven people from our group played tennis for Mayfair. Brandon, Carl, Dennis, mm. Paul, Stina, Raph, and Deary. Oh, Deary too. Yeah. Nice. That's seven, yeah. Good job, Asians. So. Uh I would love to excuse me. I started having beer. It came up the wrong way. Uh I would love Which to Which way was this fun? Not the wrong way. <laughs> I don't burp, so like when it when I, 
I physically can't burp. So fun. Like, it's true. It's Wait. true. It doesn't, I mean, okay, you're, are you're right. Are peeing right now? No. <laughs> when I say it doesn't come out the right, okay, it's okay. still coming up. Uh, but like, okay. it's not, I'm not burping. It's more like a, uh, like a. So what is that? It's is more like, it a, almost like a, retch, like a dry like a, heave. Like a dry heave, almost like a retching before you throw up. But um, I, tennis is so hard. I would love to get better. Pickleball. Yeah, we should have like sports nights. We should. Pickleball. Volleyball, indoor volleyball. Oh, I play I that. that. Yeah. Remember when we used to have park days? Yes. Dude, I freaking rocked at, uh, what's that? Like flag football? No. Um, the Ultimate other Frisbee? Of, Ultimate Frisbee. We played, oh, wow. We did play Ultimate Frisbee. We used to go to uh, CPE, that park, right? Mm, yeah. We, we, the well, CPE? We, Regional. By your house. No, no, no. Liberty. Oh my god! We had we're Liberty. Just going to every- we had Liberty days where we played ultimate frisbee for sure in that okay. that grass area. Okay, I didn't know you were there. Oh, on the See? on the other side, yeah. the far side. The far side. Yeah. When, um, on Fridley, okay. yeah. I was like, we I remember played this- soccer at Liberty once. I think it Liberty soccer. Yeah, I think I think we just need. Love for us to get outside more, you know. Like we kill two birds with one stone. Get outside. I mean, see we did friends. running that one day. That was nice. Run. That's one time. There you you want to run on Saturday? We'll be there. We'll go if you go. Well, I've been running with Hung and Tracy. Oh, well, let's run on Saturday then. Well, they're the ones running in Japan, so yeah, not you. Wait, they're actually going to Japan to run? Yeah, yeah they signed up for like a running tour. Oh, and it like city to city Japan. Oh, wow. that yeah. sounds fun. And then she will be there while they're there. Yeah, so mm. we're gonna meet them up in Tokyo when they get in early for their mm. running trip. I like running. Oh, more than really? hiking. I do. Really? That makes same no shit. sense. Why would you op- like running more than hiking? I I would rather hike. I would rather run. hike than run. Yeah, same. I don't know. I think I like the intensity of it. Hiking is pretty intense, dude. I don't know. Yeah, ask Ryan. Ask Ryan. <laughs> we did. No. <laughs> we did ask Ryan. Yeah, Salty. No. Salty. I think there's some like cool like day hikes to waterfalls that we could do. Got it. Still trying to convince Evan. He doesn't seem any more convinced. I've been to plenty of hikes, I feel. But, but with friends. Yes. No, we never hiked. Have, We've never with, hiked before. With our friends? No. There's no way I've never been to a hike with yeah. our have group. You? No. Have you? I have. I swear. We did one. What is it? All right, friends. I need your help. I've been on a hike with some of you guys before. You have to remind yeah, me. Yeah, trivia. Remind Didn't we Evan. we go to like... Uh, we did a hike that was like scrambling over rocks. We did Runyon but together. Now, he I wasn't there. Runyon. That was Black Star. Black Star, but I don't think he you were there. there. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've been to Black no, Star. No, so you weren't We there. did Runyon. I did not do Runyon. I didn't do Runyon with you. Everybody, we did running together, right? You remember running? we saw Chev- Chevy Chase? I think that was like Brandon and it was like, like on a school day or like a summer day. I forget During the middle was. of the week. Well, we saw Chevy I think it was like on a summer day Chevy, in the middle. Chevy Chase? You guys did Runyon? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, moving on. Love it. Got it. <sighs> All right. For my question, what did you dress up for? What did you dress up as yeah. in Halloween 2011? Okay. Um, I think I was Elmo and 
Is this right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I think I wow, just assume. That's impressive. Not that, that I impressive. know that year, but it's only that that year was the one that I had done something with something, someone else from the group. And uh, I was Elmo. And I think uh, I made Cena dress up as Cookie Monster. Okay. Wow. That's, that's impressive. Not that I have a good memory, that but just good. because. That is that good memory. Is, thank okay. you for that. Um, we actually did. I believe three parties that that year, three Halloween parties. Don't make me name this, please. <laughs> don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll give you to them. I will say there was my house, Chad's house, and Froy's house. Okay, I went to Froy's Chad's, house. but not Froy's. I don't know Froy at that time. I think you did. I think me and Cena were only dressed oh, up for one party, and that was at Froy's. We did not there, go through multiple parties there, dressed up like there that. There are three photos. That no. I found. Okay, find me those photos. They're from one day. It was not a hundred. It might have been one day, but like it was from one night, and we did not party hop. But you we, can we, show me. I think we party hopped. All right. Okay. What Cena was what was me. one other of your costumes that was not Elmo? Like through the years? No, that that year. year? Yeah. Uh, it's hard. I think maybe I also dressed up as like. I think I would be. No, I don't want to incriminate myself by answering something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how about you? Some? Do you have any uh, of the other costumes that people wore that year? Okay, fine. I will give you some hints. Uh, at I think my house party, Tosh was D Wade. <laughs> Me and Evan were Phineas and Ferb. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Stina was a nerd. Hmm. What were you? Snow White? Dang! Oh, wow! Uh, I know Nailed that. Nailed it. Well done. I made, I Nailed actually, it. I actually like hand sewed that costume. That's that awesome. was like Great Chinese. memory. Like really? Chinese. The full thing you made that made whole it. costume? Wow, that's also impressive. I took, um, I took a sewing class like 3d art in um high school that was very useful okay oh okay so they taught me how to be a chinese sweatshop worker so that was that i i was more (laughs) thinking that was my party because i remember me and evan playing beer pong as phineas and ferb and i had like that's the like thing that you remember yeah you guys playing beer pong and then i don't really remember we went to we went to to chad's party that year too i do remember that that's that's would you rather give would you rather me give you the costumes and you guess what person they are? Or would you rather have... Who dressed up as the costume? Yeah. Okay. Or would you rather have the person you guess a costume? Uh, the first one. Okay. Costume. Who was the Flash? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I remember this picture. Was it Raph? Very good. good oh, dude. It's so funny. You're so good at Halloween. I remember reading a quote from you. From your... <laughs> What? I was doing my research and he said something like Halloween is like just as important as my birthday or something <laughs> like that or like something of that nature. And I was like, uh, with all these answers, I'm like, I do dang. Take, I do take Halloween very seriously. And like, I think it's shown recently through like after having a child, we, I think about. That's true. You have had some really good ones actually. Yeah. I, um, Bob's Burgers is my favorite. That was a good one. Who was... An Indian, like a Native American Indian. I feel like Stina has been, but if we were Elmo that year, then maybe not her. 
Oh, has Tosh been to Indian? No. Wait. I don't know. It's a girl. Donna? No. Huh? No. I'm just trying to give her this party. Limtow? Yeah. Okay. Wow, just like went there every once. All right. It wasn't very great. Stina was Cookie Monster that year. Yeah. Um, who was Ass Catchem? Ass Catchem. I don't know who Ass Catchem. Slutty Ash. Ash Catchem. I don't know who Ass Catch. I don't even. <sighs> who the? Oh. I know. <laughs> I didn't look at it. I didn't know what owl it is. Was it Paul? <laughs> no, I'll get I'll get to that one later. But <laughs> who I I wait I just Did I don't give a hint. Uh, Can you show uh, me the picture? Maybe you're just overthinking it. No. Well, we already said Raph was some the Flash that year. It was Billy. <laughs> oh, uh, never mind. I thought it was someone else too. Okay, never mind. I was totally right. wrong. Who was Link? Like the Zelda Link, yeah, yeah right Zelda here. and Link. Who was Link? Mm. Paul. <laughs> yeah. Nope. No. Um. Do I just give you one answer and that's it? Yeah. Just, I don't know what the answer is. Was your husband? Michael was Link. Yeah. I would love to see that photo. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you. Oh, was okay. that a? Was that a with someone else? Was yeah, that a was, costume with someone else? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. So who was the other one? Who was he costumed with? Yeah, was it Kim? Or who yeah. it, what would you be? What's the like counterpart to Link? Link and Zelda. Zelda. <laughs> yeah. Zelda's a girl? Zelda's yes. The princess, no, yes. Yeah. Zelda's a princess. Okay. 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 Makes sense. All right. Who was Yoshi that year? Wow. This was like a Nintendo theme going on and I didn't know about this. Was there? Yoshi. Oh, I guess so. Huh? Was it's it Brandon? Nintendo theme Hmm. Brandon was, I think, wanna be like Tyler the Creator that year. Oh, with the green <laughs> ski mask. Yeah, thing? got it. Yeah, it's a lot of these pictures. Yeah, it was me. It's your Yoshi. Yeah. <laughs> show me these pictures. I I will show you them. Yeah, I, I think it's on your Facebook. My Facebook. It is they, on your Facebook. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Where I got so these. you know, cloudy memories. Paul was Jesus. <laughs> yes, I saw, I saw that picture too. Paul was Jesus. Carl was a panda. Sean was Peter Parker slash Spider Man. Okay. Donna was a schoolgirl. So schoolgirl and what was Carl? You said panda. Carl was a so panda. Not, not. <laughs> not a, yeah, not a couple. And stuff. then Evan and Tosh were Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Those are okay. harder ones too. Yeah. Oh, I remember her in like a like a she had the suit. Backpack in there. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Jump and what suit. were you? A ghost? No, I was also <laughs> a ghost. <laughs> I was the Ghostbuster. Too. He was a Buster. We both wore the same. You thing. were war. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. My this is my last question, but it's a little bit of a longer question. Um, well, I guess it's just as long as that one. That was kind of long too. So this is who wrote it slash said it i guess but it they said it but it like wrote like it was like typed whatever so a tumblr post uh, no oh, automatically it's that's just different places no <laughs> and they're all i made them have like a theme they're all kind of relative to food okay here so quote number one i like this one quote number one i got it from your breast milk exclamation point exclamation point seven exclamation points 
Well, there was a lot of people involved in that breast milk sharing that day, but I'm going to say Kevin. So again, the quote is, I got it from your breast milk. It's Seven ke- exclamation points. Is it Kevin? Good guess, but no. <laughs> I'm just like incriminating people at this point. I don't even know it's who good guess, was though. there. You're on the right track. Uh, Ryan? No, yeah, you're getting <laughs> further away. Oh, no. I don't know. So you're naming people that... <laughs> tasted your breast milk <laughs> yeah. that night. Yeah, this person is speaking to you, actually, in, in this conversation. Uh, Brandon? Wow. <laughs> there? No. no? No, now you're just getting further. Kevin, okay. well, you were nice and, like, almost Lim-tow? there. Yes, just the lintel. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> do, you get, do you know the context of this scent, of this statement? Please tell us. So <laughs> she said, I got it from your breast milk. So we hung out for whatever party, though. I think it was, like, a new, it was, like, Christmas or something? I forgot the party I think was. It was Christmas. But we got together in that like some. that winter time, right? And then people were talking about, oh, like we did we get COVID? <laughs> like who has COVID? Who has COVID? Who has COVID or something like that, right? Oh, I think it was like my birthday then. Maybe something in January, right? After, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, we were like people were talking. This is group me. <laughs> people were like who who got COVID? Who, who's oh, that sick? was that was. And then <laughs> Jessica and Kevin get tested for COVID, and they're uh. negative. But they get positive for RSV instead. Do you remember this now? Yeah, I know. Wait, what? We thought we got RSV from them. <laughs> yeah, and so then she's like, because they're like, RSV is like a kid's, yeah. like a children's disease. So they're Wait, like, I got it from your breast milk. Yeah. She told, what was the context? She said that it's to us? Who did, she said it in group She's saying it in group oh, to you. That's yeah. Funny. That's funny. Yes. Well, yeah, we did get sick, and we it was not COVID. Yeah. Fun times, dude. That was crazy. Yeah. Eight of us got COVID. <laughs> yeah, that was a or seven. That of was our wild. Super spreader. Super. We held yeah. a super spreader event. Fuck it. <laughs> it was We're okay fun. now. All right. Second, who wrote it? This one is a little bit longer. This one says, "Mr. Rubio, how are you not going to honor this coupon at your Cerritos California branch?" It says that the last day is today, but the cashier said she can't honor it because people are abusing it. You are losing my business. At Rubio tweets. I'm. I don't. Know, what am I supposed to? Say? Like, who said it? <laughs> who yeah. typed this and wrote this? Yeah. Was of it? our friends, someone yes. tweeted this. Yes. And it wasn't me. I just. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, you it, your guess can be you. It could be you. I don't think I did that. Um, okay. So one more. I'll read one more time, just so. People yeah. Can yeah. Hear no, it. I don't think you. Did. It says, "Mr. <laughs> it says, Mr. Rubio. Like, how are you not Rubio's. going to? Honor, <laughs> how are Mr. you not going to honor your cube, the coupon at your <laughs> Cerritos California branch? It says that the last day is today, but the cashier said she can't honor it because people are abusing it. You are losing my business at Rubio too. Well, um, Tosh, did she write this? No. Ryan? Ryan, yes, is Ryan Caldwell. I checked his Twitter, and literally the whole feed is just... <laughs> did she respond to it at all? No. No, no I've no, never no. seen this before in my no, life. I don't read no. Twitter I that often. I wanted to bring to light that wow. all of Ryan's tweets you know are just this nature. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, I respect you for that. Like, hold them accountable. Yeah, and he's nice enough to actually even like say like when he gets when he does receive a response, he like responds as well again oh, with wow. kind words. 
Is he still doing that kind of activity? I don't know. I didn't see what the most recent one was, but I just saw it. It's just very long. I just I he, kept scrolling. <laughs> just a lot of that. He had someone Yelp it. Maybe. Yelp review it. <laughs> okay. Nice. This is a question that I, Evan doesn't know the answer to. Okay, I won't look. No, I already deleted it. Oh, okay. Go for it. And you get one answer. I will only tell you if you get it. I mean, right or wrong. But if you get it wrong, I'm not going to tell you who it was because I want to. I want to keep this question going. Hmm. Like the other, like the other podcast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One answer. Whose middle name is Jonda? (laughs) What? Can you you spell it? Whose middle name is Jonda? It's spelled J A N D A. One guess? Oh my gosh. I don't Get know. one guess. I have no idea. Uh, oh my gosh. Carl? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, why would you laugh at any of Wait, my, anybody's the, answer? It, uh, yeah, I agree nope. with you. What is your. Uh, oh, Carl Jonathan. His middle name is Jonathan. Yes, right. <laughs> no, Jay, that's you already right. lose that one. Okay. You okay, I one. wasn't thinking. Nope, you don't I, get another Carl guess. Yeah, I know I don't get a guess, CJ. but I know why that was a dumb guess because. Carl's middle name is Jonathan. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, well not I hope Jonathan, I. But yeah. I I hope I find out. Um. Yeah. That's another dumb pressure guess. Sorry, <laughs> guys. Can you just cut these questions? <laughs> no. <Nope>. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So going back to the spreadsheet. I thought this was gonna be NBA trivia. This is nope. a lot Sorry. More <laughs> no. Like the NBA thing, you kind of brought upon yourself. We yeah. thought. So we can't really quiz you on NBA yeah. trivia. And okay. we want to just incorporate all of our friends in yeah. here. So yeah. going back to the spreadsheet that you had everyone fill out. Which no longer exists. We checked before this. Uh, Wait, it, what? what I, I owned it, but I don't. It's not, it's not my thing. It's we, not oh. I looked for it. Deary looked for it. I think we Dennis look looked for it. If someone wants to go scroll back in the Chlor Residence and look for it, you'll get brownie points if you find it. But I, I could not find it in my owned Google Sheets. I scrolled a long time for that Jessica Limtow quote, by the way. It would take forever. I will do a mixture <laughs> of these. Okay, so. Who in our group? Who's coughing oh in the background? God. We can hear Deary. It's Deary, right? It's really loud. I feel like we're hearing through walls. Are these That's headphones amazing. like super magic? Who in our group has the job title? Of associate manager supply chain optimization. Sean. Nope. I don't no. Know. <laughs> I, I know he's laughing too. I don't nope. know. Why I'm, are you I'm laughing? I, I, laugh because I, I thought have, it was Sean. I laugh because I have the answer. Okay, well, no. who is it? <laughs> one more time. Go one more time. Say it again. Who in our group oh. has the job title? Deary. Associate manager supply chain optimization. I think I know, but only because I have some context. It's Cynthia. Oh. Oh, then I had that totally wrong. I knew it was someone from NorCal. Supply chain? What is the actual company? She works for... West Elm. West Elm. Mm. Uh, what's the other one? High-end, uh, High-end, like, We'll furniture. have to check. Uh, well, you know what? We're going to make a new spreadsheet. West Elm this. is furniture? 
Oh, I thought it was like clothes. What's the other? Like, there's another store with that. See, no, not Crate and Barrel. Crate and Barrel. There yeah, we gotta we gotta update this spreadsheet. I'm gonna uh, make a new spreadsheet with new metrics. All right, this will be multiple choice. <laughs> Fine. How many more do you have? I'm just asking, just to understand. Oh, this is like, I could make this as long as I want to, so That's I could cut he it. Sawed. Yeah, I think this is the last. Okay. What time are we at? Uh, almost two hours. Okay, I think yeah, I think this is the last one. Okay. We have a mechanical design engineer. Mm-hmm. Is it A. Billy, B. Carl, C. Dennis, or D. Sean? I think it's Dennis. Final answer? Yeah. Good job. Okay. You got okay. one right. Mechanical design? What was it? <laughs> what do you mean I got one right? I got more than one right, I think, but... Engineer. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Do you know what that company is? No. Um, I didn't ask. Are you, is this company. based on old information? No, or? I asked them literally today. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. We're going to find, we're going to make a new spreadsheet. And if anyone has any input on what questions they want to ask about each person, it doesn't have to be purely professional. Do we like can a true or false one. Everyone has such nice titles. My literally, my shit is literally just teacher. What other titles are you looking at? All right. Go ahead. Ask me another one. <laughs> All right. Deary's job title, true or false? Okay. Health information exchange lead. Just based on that? Yeah. Earlier you thought he was associate manager of supply chain optimization. So <laughs> how does health information exchange lead sound? That sounds better. Yes. True? Yeah. Okay, you're right. Okay, good. I think that's enough. And he works in San Dimas. Yeah. Good job. Wow. How do you know that? Just because he sold you? Because we, I mean, I think that's what was on the last spreadsheet. Oh, and wow. I remembered. So, you know, I did take uh, information from the last spreadsheet that you guys mocked me about that's and amazing. took it to heart and remembered. I can't wait. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Last question. No more job titles. Okay. I had more, but okay. You were lying flat on top of this person in Las Vegas. <laughs> I know because I referenced that photo last or two weeks ago when we went to Vegas. And I was like, Stina, we're going to recreate this for Girls Night. It was Stina. Did, what were you guys doing? We were playing games. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm glad you know that. Yeah, I know. Oh, you, you Three actually in came, a row. You actually came upon this photo? No, I looked for this photo to tell her this is what we're going to do on Girls Night Out because we're going to get wild like that. We did right. not, but like, you know, that kind was, of wild. Didn't we it? did. Okay. I, then extra question. Who was at that Vegas trip? I think that Vegas trip. I don't know. can't name everybody. I think you guys were there. Tosh was there. I think, was it for, um, Donna's there? No, you're just, all right. Just tell me. <laughs> Why can't we just left it at the three questions in a row I got right? Why not? Like, cut it. Cut, okay. cut. It was definitely me and Evan. Three of us. You and Stina. Billy. Mm-hmm. I know. J Rod and Fernanda. Wow. Do you remember that trip? Fernanda. Um, 
bits and pieces maybe fernanda you're i don't remember everything yeah. but yeah i do remember that trip yeah it's blurry that like was between like that and like i think that we went for a march birthday trip too plenty of march birthdays yeah, but that that trip, trip i remember you fernanda stina billy went out to the club what just us that's a random and then me evan and jason they always stayed in Stayed back and played Power Hour in the room. <laughs> we were just throwing up in the fucking jacuzzi <laughs> because we could best. not drink that much beer. That was oh awesome. Throwing up in the jacuzzi. Where, where you and while old? you're sitting in it? No, no, no. Were, you old, were you old enough to go to the club yet? I don't think so. You I and Jason that's, weren't, I think right? That's why we didn't. Yeah, go. you and Jason weren't. Just like, so I stayed uh, and you're like yeah. in the gym. No, not in the gym. <laughs> no, we were doing power hour, and then like we just around like the we just yeah what by the jacuzzi. Where we, and we just swear we went we went out. With yeah. us. wow, that's random. Yeah. Well, you know that's what you kind of do when you're like young and you're just. Carefree. Win. Yeah. And anyone's win. All right. Oh, yeah. Well. All right. Well, thank you for coming on with us today. I know there's a, a lot shared tonight, and we appreciate you just uh, giving us your time and, and your uh, all your responses. Um, is there anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to even plug or any last things you want to say? No, I I do not have a cool company like Ryan does to plug, um, but uh, <laughs> I would just like um, just want to say to all of our friends, whether you know I've seen you guys more recently in the uh, past weeks, or if you know you haven't personally caught up in recent times, that you know I think. Uh, when Michael and I pray, we do think of all of our friends and we just, you know, whatever you're, whatever's happening in your life and whatever's hot on your mind, um, you know, we just pray for you to, you know, be going through that and have the support you need. And, you know, beyond that, we just want to let you know, you guys know to like, just reach out. Even if we don't, if you don't feel like you're like, we're like the first people that come to mind and, always here whether you get to see us uh, as often as you'd like or not yeah awesome thanks all right everybody that's jessica wing wonderful wife wonderful mother mother and even a great friend amongst all that thanks jessica hmm, thank you slug <laughs> <laughs> all right guys see you next time thanks Hater. guys bye